Welcome back to Lydia Daz. I'm Lydia. I'm Dara. And today we're going to be talking about something that's in the book. But first, I have a question for Lydia. <coughs> this is becoming a habit. Now. And a question for all of you. My question oh, wow. for you is what is a song that gets you every time? Gets me. Gets you. I don't think you cry, but like if you were to be a crying oh, woman, like gets, gets me, like, you, teary. like gets you. Oh, to be fair, recently. What's that new song? Great is your faithfulness or great is thy faithfulness that oh, Auntie Vicky just yeah, dropped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Streaming. Streaming? I've not streamed yet. <laughs> but pending. <laughs> <laughs> your streams are pending. Do you know a song that gets me every time? Darling Jesus. Oh my gosh. Don't even let me start. Whose mother is this? <laughs> because it's only the Nigerian answer like Darling Jesus. I love it so because much. Because when they're singing that song, they're remembering coming into the UK for the first time. <laughs> oh my God. Is it an old song? It is an old song. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Right. Or Mercy by um, Moses Bliss and Sumisola. Like I drink from the fountain of no. mercy. Let's just get big. <laughs> Let's just... <gasps> Okay. Oh. Oh. No. Oh. Okay. Okay. What's going on? Oh, no. What's going Oh. Yay. <laughs> okay. So this has got a star on it, obviously, which means that someone asked us. And I'm always very excited <clears throat> when these come up. The topic is genuine sisterhood and being a godly woman. So let's start with being a godly woman. Because I feel like genuine sisterhood comes under being a godly woman. Okay. Do you think? Okay. <clears throat> being a godly woman. Do you think you're a godly woman? I try to be. And what makes you a godly woman? I love God and I'm a woman. <laughs> awful. <laughs> but what do you think, what attributes does a godly woman have, Lydia? You need to tell me because you are my godly women inspiration. Wow. Yeah. Pressure. Right? Let's open up a good old Proverbs 31. Okay. You can read all the verses that, I think apart I need from the one that glasses. says she wakes up early. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, I don't think I'm going to put Proverbs 31 down. Okay. I don't think that there is a set look of a godly woman. And that is even something, it's so funny because I didn't know where we were going to go with this, but here we are. I think one thing I definitely struggled with was the concept of a godly woman when I was first coming into Christ and like shaping my life because I really wanted to look like how a godly woman was meant to look. And I always felt like I didn't meet that what is it criteria Standard, yeah. because i feel like godly woman comes in so many forms just yeah. as women do i sound like such a woman in paris <laughs> I, I love women but this is the thing is like being a godly woman doesn't have one look and yeah. i think that when you strive for the one look of a godly woman sometimes you can get yourself a bit lost and you can always feel like not enough because yeah. i got myself into that loop where i was like okay maybe if i just dress like this yeah. or wear less makeup or don't always have lashes on or don't this or don't that that i will look more like a godly woman yeah. it's not the case you can be into your makeup you can dress like 
modestly but fashionably i guess because it's you know i think when you think of a christian woman or a godly woman you think sometimes the the idea people have in their heads is like the long flowing skirt to the ankle <laughs> um with the long sleeve dress yeah. and the bun to the back even though my hair is currently in a bun to the back on. um no earrings if you ask different churches different do- denominations yeah. they will tell you different things of what a godly woman looks like but what a godly woman really looks like is a woman who is passionate about God, loves God, serves God, submitted to God. Yeah. Whereas, like, if God tells you, mm, Lydia, I don't like you wearing this or that, you stop wearing it. Yeah. Not about a standard you are trying to meet, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. And I think as well, being a godly woman is all about being attractive. Now, let me break it down for you. I know you're shocked. <laughs> I know you're shocked, but I'm going somewhere. So uh, I'm going to read from First Timothy uh, 2, 9 to 10. Mm-hmm. It says, I'm going to read it in NLT because I like, like how it says it. Uh, it says, and I want, this is Paul. This is Paul? speaking and i want women to be modest in their appearance they should wear decent and appropriate clothing and not draw attention to themselves by the way they fix their hair or by wearing gold or pearls or expensive clothes for women who claim to be devoted to god should make themselves attractive by the good things they do and nkg oh sorry nkjv it says but which becometh women professing godliness with good works so essentially what i was saying about being attractive is um when it comes to godliness and righteousness it is attractive because it the light is always going to attract people and i think godly women are the most attractive people but i think what actually attracts them like paul said is the good things they do because people often get fixated on the verse before that you know not having braided hair not wearing expensive pearls or jewelry but really the crux of it was i know you guys focus on your exterior but really what is the most attractive thing about you which you often overlook is who you are inside that's why the proverbs 31 women even though we didn't turn to it all of the things (laughs) all of the things that are the real pointers are not the things that it's not the way that she looks but the things Mm -hmm. that she does and the things that she does are an overflow of god overflow me the word (laughs) overflow are an overflow of of yes her devotion to god but also like her security and her identity also in christ so the reason why i say godly women i think are the most attractive people is because also to to be a godly woman also is to have that security in christ as well in who you are that shows in the way that you act and it's the value that you add also the value that you are like the way um it says in the in proverbs 31 somewhere She is more precious than rubies, but I'm trying to find the verse where it says that. Um, yes, number 10, verse 10. It says, <laughs> who can find a virtuous woman for her price is far above rubies? It's like there is a there's a greater value in a godly woman than yeah. there is like in... I guess, a non-godly woman. But it goes above appearance because the way things appear is not the value of something because now you can strive to like look like the ideal godly Christian woman, but really you add nothing to the body of Christ or you add nothing to the kingdom of God. But it's about what you are doing to like, you know, add value. That thing of of works and it's really important yeah yeah and i think as well um when it comes to being a godly woman is actually 
valuing your relationship with God as well. I like when people say like, I mean, I don't feel like the purpose of being a godly woman is to attract men. But something that people always say is that like, I want it to be that when a guy moves to me, like he has to go to God to get to me. And I think like the the most quote unquote godly women are the ones that actually treasure their relationship with God uh, as well and follow like what the word says and righteousness. Also, the second part of the question was obviously about sisterhood as well. Um, and often you will find a godly woman in a genuine sisterhood. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. But how do we now cultivate that sisterhood? I feel like people always like see a good friendship, see a good community and be like, how do I get that? And so although we've spoken about friendship, let's say a million or maybe two times, um, when it comes to sisterhood, um, how do you feel like a godly woman should, like, how, what, what importance should a godly woman place on sisterhood? Did you get me? Um, like, obviously, what you're trying to say is, like, other women building women up. Exactly. As in godly women. Um, I don't know what I'm trying to say, but yeah. <laughs> I think sisterhood is very, very important, especially for younger girls, too, yeah. because I think it's so important to be able to like have a group of women who you can see those who are in stages slightly ahead of you and farther ahead of you to understand, you know, what it looks like. I think for myself, especially if I was just tapping into Christ and I came into a group of girls, um, I wouldn't have maybe fallen down the loop of, oh, I don't look like this. Oh, I don't act like this. I don't speak like this. Um, I would have known what it looks like. So I think having a genuine sisterhood, having a a group of women where you can speak about women things as Christians is so, so important. I mean, everywhere in in the world, you find that as a woman, you need the spaces to be able to talk about women things, like um, women development is different. So it is even so much more vital as Christian women to understand the practicalities of what it looks like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think as well, the important part of sisterhood, I don't want to say is motherhood. But it's having, uh, it's having older women as well that you look up to. Yeah. I think that's so, so important in, in understanding what it means to be a godly woman. Obviously, we have older women in our lives that we look up to. To name a few. Auntie Alice. Okay, that's actually nice. Uh, I was going to say my mother. My uh, mother. <laughs> my but mother. even like... Do you know that him? No. Okay. But even like um, remote role models, like the likes of like Pastor Mildred, <gasps> um, Auntie, Auntie Vicky, Vicky, do you understand? So when you have older Aunt women, Stephanie, yes, oh my gosh, I love her. Um, is it Ike? Okay. Mm. Yeah, I like her. Um, anyway, yeah. So when you have like older women that you can look up to as well, you can understand what it actually means to be a godly woman. They can ex- they can share their experiences and stuff like that. So yeah, it's definitely important. <clears throat> I have something to add actually I think that it's also important to note that sisterhood isn't always friendship because sisterhood is the purpose of it is like being able to talk about a common purpose and like reach a common goal which is us all becoming more godly women so yeah. it's not always that I had to best friends with everybody in the group because as women we naturally can't even really do that like imagine True. 10 20 people that are women being the best of friends like there's clashes there's different things that would butt heads but if 
as a sisterhood or a womanhood group, the goal is let's all become more Christ-like. What does that look like? Then you can have like, I mean, obviously as friends, you can also do that too. But you can also have like an older woman come to you and say, this is not a good way to dress. Like that is building you up as a woman and things like that. So um, I don't always think sisterhood is exactly friendship because like that's actually deep yeah like you and like i mean you and your sister like uh, we have sisters it's not always a thing of like you know we hang out we giggle we this we that sisters it's different it's deep it's family it's like uh what are we here like this is i'm teaching you i'm helping you so it's not just that you know obviously your friends can also be your sisters and stuff like that but i wouldn't say expect everybody in like your women group or anything to be your besties yeah and i say as well with sisterhood it's so important to do things that are like you said like are deeper than just like giggle lydia is my sister the reason being because we have like developed a relationship that's a lot deeper than like an acquaintance kind of vibe there's a lot of things that we've done that are very edifying to the spirit so even when we like did that devotional and stuff like that it's so important as women because we know like we've got you know a community as well limitless of women read books together stuff like that it's really really important and i'd say as well the last thing like what i was hammering on about like women older than you to look up to something that really really has helped me in these past few years i'd say um is actually forming connections with the aunties in my church. Like Mm -hmm. we banter, but you know it goes deeper than that. You know, actually, like many of them have said it to me before, like literally if there's something on your mind, let me know and I'll I'll take it to God in prayer. Like I'm ready, do you understand? So those, it's so, so important to, to hold those relationships very, very dear as well. Have you got any last point for us, Lydia? Just as well to add to this, same thing you said there is like really value aunties and like the women ahead of you because yeah. I think when you're younger, it's that mentality of, as girls like you scrap your mom you argue you never think that they've got the best interest for you because they don't want you to go out and play with your friends but it's like um aunties are similar when you get to a certain point you actually need them their wisdom and things like that so don't overlook the elders it's the reverse that says that as well something like don't despise the i don't know the i don't know the council of the elders or something like that anyways if i'll use an example it's not a woman but rehoboam in the bible okay Rehoboam, Solomon's son, who like got counsel from elders, got counsels from young girls and was like, nah, I'm not taking the elders. I'm going to listen to my friends who know the best thing and destroyed the whole kingdom. Exactly. So it's like, they've been around a while. They know what they're talking about. So really forming the connections with aunties. Hallelujah. Let me put you on guys. I have a song. It is called Secret Place by Dwayne Caleb. Dwayne, Dwayne. And it goes, uh, uh, um, I forgot. It's really, really good. <laughs> the harmony is really, really nice. What's he lays it in a really nice way. It's like, it's actually not like that at all. You'll be very disappointed. <laughs> I had some bass in there. But yeah, so I really, really hope you guys enjoy that song. I hope you guys have enjoyed this uh, episode as a woman. If you're not a woman, I hope you enjoyed it anyway. So you can understand, you know, <clears throat> woman. Yeah. I've been Dara. I've been Lydia. We have been Lids and Dads. Bye, guys. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs>